Hello, everyone. Welcome. It's time for Catalog and Cocktails, your honest, no BS, non-salesy conversation about enterprise data management with tasty beverages in hand. I'm Tim Gasper, longtime product guy, customer guy at data.world, joined by Juan. Hey, Tim, how are you doing? I'm Juan Cicada, principal scientist at data.world. And as always, it is a pleasure to take a break, middle of the week, end of the day, uh, and discuss data. And today we have a slight change of plans, uh, last minute. So we were supposed to have our guest, uh, Samia Rahman today, who is the Director of Enterprise Data Strategy and Governance at CGEN. However, there was a last minute change conflict. She can't make it right now. But look, this is the live show, honest, no BS. So we'll, the show must go on. And we'll look forward to having Samia back and we'll reschedule it. So looking forward. But with the thing here is that the topic we're going to have this have this discussion around data governance data stewardship and ai and actually what will be interesting is that um so tim and i have not prepared for this because we were supposed to have a guest um and we actually just prepared for it like in the last two three minutes um so it'll be interesting to kind of get our take and then have sammy on this and then we can compare our takes afterwards and we'll have the audience go listen to the to, to the differences yeah. and stuff and so. every once in a while we do these right where we, it's you and me chatting and uh we find some areas of alignment and then there's some cases where we disagree and that's great we love and, it and actually so we've done these kind of what we've called before these rant sessions but they've always been pre-recorded because we've been on the road or whatever but this is the first time we do this live rant session so honestly if anybody's uh listening to us live right now bring us up just comment or anything so yeah we're keeping a close eye on the comments and uh and the chat here so please jump in ask questions guide the conversation we're watching but we're still drinking something so what are you drinking tim so i am drinking actually a, a little cocktail of my own making here which is uh strawberry vanilla and um and uh some uh bourbon whiskey so it's sort of a little bit strawberry of a, a, a cocktail combination and I, I'm in Chicago right now. Um, I'm actually, I, I found this, the business center here at the hotel and I wanted to, I really wanted a beer and they have nice Oktoberfest Goose Island. And this is perfectly refreshing right now, even though I'm in this business center and uh, I only see four walls, but anyways, cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. cheers. Here's the, we're going to have a controversial topic uh, discussion about data stewardship. Well, All I'm right. That you're drinking some Oktoberfest beer to accompany it. <laughs> so, um, who wants to go first? Well, why don't we start uh, by talking a little bit about what uh, uh, what Samia was kind of thinking of kind of bringing up, right? So the topic was around, you know, data stewardship, data governance, and, and how things are evolving, how things are changing. And where things kind of started off was around sort of this idea of the data steward. And this idea of, you know, nowadays you hear more about things like data product managers, um, you know, whether you're embracing things like data mesh or you're not, right? It, do, you know, do we need to change the way that we're thinking about things? The traditional view of governance was much more around, you know, defensive data governance, data stewardship. Can you just get away with only having data product managers as we go forward? So, okay. So what are the things, so let's be about my bold, honest, uh, position right now. Um, let's just eliminate, let's just imagine we can take the stewardship role out and the product management, all, all this stuff, right? Because data product management, these products, like this is something that's coming from the whole data mesh and it has their, the governance pillar. So we have governance. like, let's, what if we could start from scratch? It's a clean slate, this. 
Um, so the kind of the analogy I was, I mean, not analogy, I was thinking about, there's like a top down bottoms up that's a situation that I'm seeing right now. One is that from the bottoms up, we're like, well, we need a steward to know what data we have and, and make sure that we have great uh, descriptions and what's PII for all the stuff that we have and more. Okay. So you're like, let's go make sure we understand the current lay of the land that we have now. But from the top, it's like, I don't really care about what we have. I care about what we need. And what we need is what is the, what is the problem we're trying to go solve? So we're seeing these two things separately. And, and I'm like, this shouldn't be separate things. I think there should be one. And I think kind of sharing a little bit of, of the notes from what we was talking with Sami before is like, if you have data stewards to the organizations, you should upskill them and turn them into data product managers. And if you don't have a stewardship program, don't have one. Don't start it. Actually, just start with the data product management. Uh, and, and so I, I want to speak for Sammy, and I think and I believe that was her point. But I actually I'm going to make that point right now. It's like, uh, let's just stop calling. Let, let's I mean, we, let's just stop with the data stewardship or in the data product. It's like there's just this one thing. I don't know what name you want to give it. Uh, and actually, a, a lot of other topics that we've uh, conversations with before is like even we need to be rebranding data governance and call it data enablement or something. So I think all of that work needs to be done. I think we just need to reframe it for uh, just to get people excited because an honest no BS thing here is I don't think people go to school or you're like saying I because I want to become a data story when I grow up, right? Or 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 honestly, like how many people like are, are just super excited? I mean. The word data stewardship kind of already sounds boring. Uh, so how do we make this exciting and what does this change? So anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up for now. You go. No, I, I think this is an interesting discussion point, right? Around, you know, you know, let's back up a little bit. What is a data steward and what are they supposed to be doing, right? It's like, well, the data steward role was mostly born out of sort of the current conception of data governance, right? That you need people who take on some of the responsibility around data quality, around data security, around more effectively, you know, uh, you know, communicating about uh, the meaning of and the usage of the data. And it, it is a, a little bit more traditionally defined as a little bit more of a, uh, a library, a, a library oriented function to kind of make sure that the data is properly organized, properly categorized, and properly taken care of. Um, and you know, if you're a financial institution, you have some even more rigid responsibilities. Broader organizations tend to have some looser responsibilities, right? So there, there, there's sort of this role around data stewards that has existed for a while now. I think it especially got accentuated during the you know late Regulation. 2000s. You know, SOX compliance and things like that really kind of accelerated things around data stewardship. Um, but it is a little more reactive. It is a little bit more coverage oriented and it's a little more sort of, you know, maintenance and documentation oriented. Right. Um, you know, if if that's going away and I, I'm a big proponent of data product managers and kind of what they could do more of a focus on value, building data products, building analytics products like that, like coming from a software background, especially it resonates very strongly with me. But then who is doing the stewardship? Right. Is that is it like, you know, similar to DevOps being, you know, hey, all the engineers are going to be able to manage the infrastructure. Are we kind of shifting to a world where stewardship is fading away? Data product management is coming to the fore 
And really, it's everyone's responsibility around data quality. It's everyone's responsibility around data documentation. Well, I think I, so. I yes, because everybody needs to eat their vegetables. Like the reason why we like we want to have document and all, know where all our data is and stuff, right? Because for regulation and so forth. Now, why is it only just one part of the org or just a few a handful of people need to go do that? Well, everybody else goes has, let's say, go have fun with the data. It's like, no, I think everybody should have some responsibility around that. And I think that that's it. I mean, there's a change. There's a paradigm shift that needs to happen around this. I mean, because as you're saying, this, the whole kind of traditional governance and stewardship is is something that comes from the regulation, especially again, right? Like the, the, the 2008 stuff is, is one of the, the the BCBSU 39. So I think this is something needs to change because we're, we don't live anymore in this world where it's all about the fear of regulations. Now, here's the thing that the, the vendors will always want to go the governance because you need government because you, you need compliance. And like, they're always going to be selling you fear. And that's always a quote unquote easy way to go sell you something. Uh, but, but on the other hand, you're now like the data product is all about business value and the analytics you can drive for it. AI, like you're using all this generative AI stuff. Like this is again, not just for, you're not using that for to manage your fear and stuff. Like you want to go generate new value. So I think this is, there's, this is the change. And I would, I would actually characterize stewardship, the, even the words, and, I, and, I, and I'm picky here on the words because like, yeah, words matter. And that's just kind of the image that you get. And like you get annoyed, oh, the, the, the governance team, right? The compliance, the stewardship, so forth. Like we, that's we need to just change that. Right? And I think it's 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 more of a maybe maybe the work is still the same. It's just kind of like the style that's being presented, how we're marketing ourselves around this. That's the type. That's the stuff that needs to change. But anyway, you're smiling. You go. Uh, I, I think this is interesting just because, you know, I, I think, well, I think some more traditional organizations are always going to want to have data stewards because it's what they're used to. And, and there's sort of a defensive posture around it. Like I, I like I can imagine if anybody's listening to this, who's more in the financial industry or you, you may think like data stewards going away. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening anytime soon. Right. But like, you know, as we as we go forward, I mean, maybe those responsibilities are really established right and there's maybe lowercase d lowercase s data stewardship that is a key set of responsibilities but i, I do think that this idea that data product management is going to become more the center more the focus makes a lot of sense and it especially starts making more sense as you think about um how much data tools and analytics tools are democratizing and how much just the chaos requires more of a product management mindset to build the right repeatable things, right? And then secondly, as AI is becoming more of a trend, um, you know, I think John Cook in our episode last week uh, made a really good point that like even, you know, a particular application around ChatGPT or an LLM, that might actually be a data product. Um, and you should think of it as such. And more and more, these data products are actually going to be maybe a conversational agent and things like that. And that requires a different kind of a perspective, less of a stewardship perspective and more of a data product kind of a perspective. So I think we're, 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 we are, and I'm, I'm all acknowledged, I'm picking a lot on this whole data stewardship right now, but let's, if we zoom out, mm -hmm. it, it, it goes to the umbrella of data governance. But at the end of the day, like, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. right? You wanna, at the end, business value, 
three things, right? How are we making money? How are we saving money? And how are we mitigating risk, right? I think those are the three things that, that, we, that we think about. So it's, it, it, that's what should always be the focus. So people are like, well, I, you don't have to seat at the table. Uh, you're not, I'm not, I don't get all the resources I need, all right? Because you're not being able to communicate what are the, what is the value that you're producing. And I think having that governance and stewardship just separately, then they will, if they're doing it successfully, they shouldn't have an issue because they can say we're going we're focusing on mitigating risk but then you, you look at the strategic objectives of an organization it's not like probably equally 30 30 30 percent or something like yeah we need to manage and mitigate risk but we probably want to just do the minimum stuff and let's be honest you're talking about those large financial companies like they probably have in their budgets the comp the, the fines that they're going to pay for stuff anyways right so are they actually incentivized to go do like they're incentivized to do the minimal stuff that needs to be done and they know if something's bad's going to happen and they have to go pay a fine whatever they'll have already the cost about how to go deal with those fines and how to do the pr all those things so uh, so this is why just, my, my point is that we just need to have a paradigm shift about the way we think about this. And I also wonder, here's another honest no BS take, is, is, is this a generational thing? Like people who were people who were thinking about stewardship and governance in the mid 2000s and the 2000s, they're still in, they're still in the leadership roles. That was 15 years ago. What's the next generation gonna think? Well, the next generation wants to keep reinventing the wheel, right? So, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do think things are actually changing, though, and I, I, I do think that you know this idea of focusing on value, the offensive use cases around around data, not just the defensive use cases, is important. But I guess I guess one thing that I I worry about is this, uh, you know, amongst all this excitement around data product management. Uh, we can't. We also can't forget data stewardship. It, it is an important responsibility. So I'm not saying that, that we can't forget it. Now, for is it a is it a person? I I just think that the work just gets involved in different. Uh, it gets spread around. Now the issue there is like who's responsible for those types of. For oh, yeah, do data product managers do stewardship? I would think so. Okay. You don't seem convinced. No, it, I guess it depends on the data product manager, right? I, I think this is maybe what we're grappling with as an industry, right? Is that like, uh, I, I think sometimes we, you know, we, we hijack these terms a little bit. Yeah, we do. It, yeah, we like do. data product manager, maybe in the strictest sense is like, there is literally a product manager who like works with a data team and is creating these data assets, right? But I think maybe what we're arguing for a little bit here is a, a broadening of that concept a little bit. Uh, that like, it'd be better to have a, uh, a data product manager that takes on data stewardship responsibilities than to have a, a data steward, maybe, uh, you know, who, who isn't really equipped to do the data product management side, right? And so maybe this is an opportunity to say, hey, let's hire, going back to the original point, if we could bring on data product managers, and maybe that's the future. They're covering some of the stewardship responsibilities. And if you have stewards, evolving them to think about value and the production of data products, maybe that's a better. All right. Well, Tim, so you're you're the you're, you're customer guy. What are what are the best practices? So what are the best practices that you see? So you things that you see, they're like, okay, this is working. Things that you see that this is not working, 
what are our ideas that you say like we haven't even tried this but we should think we should we should figure this other thing out we should try this other thing out because i think it could work we haven't tried out yeah well i i think across our customers but in in the space in general stewardship is pretty common like everyone's kind of trying to define data stewards uh not a lot of organizations are hiring data stewards right most, most folks are giving the hat to people they're smes that are in different domains and things like that and their names get identified they get stuck on a spreadsheet and now you're the data steward because you showed up on that spreadsheet, right? Like, I, I think that's a little bit more the the common thread of what's happening right now. And everyone is excited about data products, right? Everyone's talking about marketplace. We got to build this marketplace internally. We got to put our data products in there. People are seeing, you know, data marketplace and data products as being a little bit separate and a little more of a curated experience versus sort of a broader catalog or a broader governance platform, even though a lot of times it's the same tool, right? Um, but what we're not seeing across our customers, with some exceptions, right? There are some exceptions, like Indeed, for example, is one of our customers, right? And they're more advanced in this, right? But what we're not seeing across our customer base is a strong data product management kind of approach, right? They're talking about data products, but they're not talking about data product management. So, so it's still early on the data product manager. People, people are like enamored with it and talking about it and stuff, but there's no, uh, they don't actually know how to do it. There's work to be, yeah, there's work to be done and, and folks don't, folks need to, folks want to know like, what's the right way to do that? How do, how, how do people end up becoming a data steward? I don't know. Is there anybody listening who? <laughs> was like I went to college and uh when I graduated I was like I want to be a data steward and then got hired into a data steward. I mean I I I know that you know even within our customer base we do have some people who are literally professional data stewards right but mm -hmm. but they're but it's also combined with understanding in that industry uh at minimum right deep understanding in the industry and the use cases and often also deep understanding of the data. So let's talk about that understanding thing for a moment i i i have so i've worked in the past with people who have been, who either had the title data steward or, or they're doing the job of data steward is because they actually understand the data and the way they and the reason they understand the data is because they understand the business they understand the people they understand who's asking for this question and why it's important and so typically it's been people who've been kind of around the organization for a while and these are these are folks who I'd actually say that they're they enjoy their job. They're very successful at their job because they actually care. They care about the organization. They care about the business. They care about the problems they're trying to go solve. And they actually know that 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 data can actually help. And they know what data. And they realize the value of the data. And then if the data is not is not is dirty, whatever, it's not going to help us. So there is this 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 empathy. I mean, about 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 just the organization itself. And I think that's a characteristic that I've seen. And, and so I, I wonder how much of like truly successful data stewardship and data products is, is really about like you actually care about the problem that you're solving. And it's just not just like a, another job. I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think caring is part of it. Caring is definitely part of it. But another part of it is also, um, you know, kind of the dreaded P word process, right? It's it, it's about putting 
process in place that um, let lets you have predictability around uh, the quality of the metadata and the quality of the information that you have. Like, you know, for example, one of our customers, uh, they've built uh, stewardship directly into the data analytics workflow. So like as they're building dashboards, they're actually, you know, making sure that as part of that process, that they're doing the stewardship and the documentation and the quality as part of that build process, right? So maybe to some degree, they're doing data product management. They don't even, they don't, they're not necessarily calling it that. It's stewardship in the data analytics workflow. So if you have a process, right? And, and it's and it's a repeatable process that people are going through it and you're seeing like that, it's probably a sign that you're doing some sort of, well, you're, you're managing something right now. <laughs> So you're probably on the route uh, of doing data product management. Mm -hmm. So, I, I so so okay. So now, other topic to tie into this is yeah. how AI is changing things. And I think there's two ways. It's like now you you have what does data governance, data steward, data product management mean with respect to AI, and also how is AI affecting the jobs or the work of data steward, data governance? you know, product management, all that stuff. Right. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, I think one big thing, and maybe this feeds into the whole, well, maybe stewardship isn't really a job as much anymore. Maybe it's more of a set of responsibilities and maybe the data product manager is more the job now, right? Is, is this, is, is because of AI, we're able to shift a lot of manual tasks to more automated tasks. And so a lot of, a lot of what, what traditional steward work is thought of as, as things like, well, I need to create the data dictionary for something, or I need to, you know, uh, help with the classification rules and things like that, right? That's automated now. That is automated. <laughs> a lot of that is automated now, right? And so that that's starting to become, it's, uh, you know, a job that was very unscalable is starting to become a lot more scalable now. Like, just quickly, like... <clears throat> GPT and all these, uh, what do they want to like? They will generate, they'll generate all these uh, descriptions for you. It's sufficient to the point that you're like, yeah, this is okay. I can go with it, or I'll, or I'll, or, or I can build off that. So that's one. And, and by the way, so you're only sending metadata stuff. So, so to these things. So, I mean, that, that's a, people will have a concern about, but others won't. And so, it shouldn't be that big of a concern. Mm -hmm. That's one. Second. Like detecting PII and PHI all this stuff that you would have to have these machine learning models that look at the data. So like honestly, like just experiments that I've been doing, you just send the metadata, the, the tables and the columns, that stuff. And it's like it tells you this could probably happen. And guess what? It's probably right without even looking at it, right? So it's like you can get so much of the stuff already for kind of for I mean, quote unquote for free. So I think this is truly accelerated. So so I, I tell every right now, every everybody in governance cataloging, like you need to be using these large language model technologies, these generative AI, because it is amazing how the productivity lift you do. Now, this may be a concern too. It's like, well, that's the job I'm supposed to be doing. Well, guess what? No, not really, because that thing is already doing it for you. Again, the whole the AI is not taking your job away. Somebody who knows how to use the AI is taking your job away. So this is a clear example of that. So that's how I see AI now kind of quote unquote affecting a little bit the the the, the steward the, the, these jobs. But we just need to accelerate because that is the boring work that we want to go do. Get eighty percent of the work done. Perfect. Yeah. Are there certain use cases that you're seeing, just in terms of data governance and and stewardship, um, that 
you know, that are being addressed by, by AI better? And then, you know, are there use cases that you're like, it's not there yet? I would actually, I mean, so if it, I would say everything I have, I have tested for all types of governance cataloging tasks, it's already doing better than I would imagine. So I think it's, it, it's, just got to start using it now. Is it uh, is it magic? And then like, no. If it gets eighty percent of the work done, but it gets fifty. If it, fuck, it gets twenty percent, it's already better, right? So, so, so I think that's already a win on that stuff. Um, well, by the way, that's a little bit of a paradigm shift because I, I do think sometimes people think of automation as like, well, it has to get hundred percent right. This is this, right. this is the thing, and I think that that's that's the mindset we have to get we have to get out. Oh look, it didn't generate the right thing. That's fine. It generated it correctly eighty percent of the time, fifty percent of the time. So it already saved you money. Now you only need to revise things. Perfect. Now you're now now become a better analytical revisor of things, and not the one who's doing all this uh, manual stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the shift that that that, that, that that's happening, um, and and people get uncomfortable about it. But yeah, I mean that's where the world is going. So. Um, one thing that 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 I I've been experimenting and it just works it, it works great uh, it's because it's a science and also an art is think about like data modeling hey I should I can use like here is my database schema where create an ontology a semantic layer or whatever the target model whatever you want of what this represents and then actually create the relationship. That's not, is it going to be perfect? No, because what does perfect mean? That's a complete the modeling is going to be always a science and an art there. And that's maybe not how you're going to define your organization, but it's going to take you to the next, I mean, it's going to just accelerate that. So that is something that I, that it's in, inevitable. So actually I think architects like enterprise architects, data modeling and stuff, like that, that job is, a lot of that work is going to get automated. That's the one I see now. Not fully. You'll, I'm not saying that that, that that focus that focus needs to the, the people who do that job need to be focusing so much more on on connecting that to the end users to the business understanding that because you're going to get something out and it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be correct. I mean, it, it's it's the the model it's going to generate is going to be usable. But not for what you not probably for the thing you need to go do, but to make it from what you got to make it usable, that gap that that just got so small right now. And I think that means that you can go do more things faster. People are going to be asking, can you add this data? Can you add this? We need to extend this is like, yes, we can now do more of this stuff faster. Like that's mm -hmm. the focus we should be. Here, this conversation triggers something for me um, is 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 all this automation and you know growth around ai technology shifting the ratio between it and business you know like for example i i think in general you know there's a certain amount of it you know i'm using that as a generic term to represent the technical people that are having to kind of support the broader sort of the line of the business line of business like the people who are really kind of like you know if you're a bank, there are people who are, you know, cash and checks and stuff like that, right? Like, like there are people who have to do the work, right? And even a lot of that's getting automated. But that, that aside, right? The people in the line of business, right? Um, like, is the is the ratio shifting now? Because you know, you you, you know, are going back to the architect, right? Maybe the architect normally needs to take a week 
go build out the schema, build out the con concept diagram, build out the network diagram, whatever, right? Now you just say, okay, here's the data I'm going to use. Here's the concept I'm trying to do. And boom, it's done in a minute. I expect that now in hours. There's no, uh, honestly, there's no excuse. I mean, we had, before we had a bunch of bank tellers, we still have bank tellers, not as many because we have ATMs. Right. By the way, just quick thing. I always, I, I always want to say an ATM machine, but I forget. I remind myself. <laughs> the M is machine, right? The M is machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean this is the stuff that's going to change the architects mean, aren't going away they're right? not going to go away they're just going to spend their time on doing more of the more of the, the i would consider this a fun stuff and let's tie it back to what we were, talk, we were talking before about caring like oh you don't have to go take that model that you did and connect it to the business because you should care about it, the business Empathy and curiosity. But now also we have to go see that the that the organizations, companies need to also care about their employees. So this is this is a two way street here. And always remind my is uh, remember organizations, companies, they are just human endeavors, right? They're a group of people who get together because they want to accomplish a, a goal together. And and we live in the capitalist world, we want to make money, and so that's it. But at the end, this is a human endeavor. So. Humans, people, we're all part of this. We're in the center. Are, are there any other, I mean, obviously AI is a big wow. trend, right? Is there anything else around stewardship and governance that, you know, it makes sense to call out as some some mega trends that are changing here, right? Like, like one I'll call out is uh, the regulatory environment. Oh, like, I that one. Right, like, I mean, obviously we've got some things that have been around for a long time, GDPR, CCPA. And then um, and now we're going to have more regulations, right? There's the, the AI, all these acts. And we're going to have new AI regulations, right? There's the one in Europe that is uh, getting pretty close to being kind of rolled out, right? Um, but also, there's there's it's not just the enforcement of these. It's the fractured nature of so many regulations, right? Like, for example, one of our customers um, at Data.World um, is uh, grappling with the uh, Colorado Privacy Act, CPA, right? And needing to figure out how to make sure that they, they comply with that, right? Um, that's just one state. There are 50 states, right? There's a Massachusetts privacy law. Do you know there's like a New York City privacy law just for the city of New York that they passed, right? So anyone wants to do business with New York City, then they've got they've got to think about this this privacy law, right? So there's these things that make it extremely fractured, and that's probably not going away anytime soon, right? And so, you know, not only do we have to act in compliance with these different sort of diverse environments, but um, it's kind of like too much for any one person to really handle. So it kind of actually ties back to our AI conversation that like AI has to help us here or else we're just going to lose our minds. And, and, and it'll tie this back to, to our data product management and the stewardship is that, so who's responsible? I'm creating data products that are going to be used for analytics for that stuff. So who's responsible of who should be, who should know about all these acts and, and be responsible, be accountable mm -hmm. for that, the, that this data product, the, the data in this product actually uh, follows all the guidelines and the regulations for these things. Who's accountable for that? This data steward who's in a central ward or whatever, 
the 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 the, the data the, the team that created that data product that i mean these are i mean this is the stuff that we need to start i mean you know thinking. some of these are pretty severe fines and things like that i mean it it, it, it i mean maybe it's delegated or things like that but really the ceo is accountable but 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 so but then you're like okay so if, if we're gonna we're gonna deliver data products that it's gonna have people data or whatever right that's gonna be used internally who who needs to learn what these privacy what, what these acts are who needs to be able to go and map them back to the data and like i think these are the things that we need to start thinking about and, sure. and like is it i mean again like this only one central org go do this or do like everybody gets educated just because it's like you got to eat your vegetables you got to do this stuff like you just have to go do this right we all have to go through security training right we all like i mean i i think it i think this is something that was like a shared responsibility and i think this is the evolution because eventually that's how we're going to go scale too we can't just always relegate things to like well there is that stewardship governance we're doing because otherwise if they want to go do their job they just kind of stop things i'll just stop no 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 and then it just takes too much time and then we don't go so that's true that's true everybody goes through security training right so i'm sure everybody's starting to go through ai training now turn off your chat history with open ai right <laughs> I wonder how many people actually realize that <laughs> yeah <laughs> If your chat history is on, everybody, did you know that OpenAI is able to train off of everything that you're saying? Um, yeah, so, that's, yeah. That, that's true. So if you're using yeah, that actually is true. We're not we're not actually pretending when we say that. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Tim, this is a remind. This episode here is a reminder of how we used to do things. Uh, yeah, many years ago, mm -hmm. like it, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, for for those of you that that know, right? Over over three years ago, we would. Uh, get together on a, on a Zoom, and we'd have our, our tasty beverages in hand. And people and would, we would join, just be ranting. We would, people would join the Zoom. We would have people probably, join. I don't know, between 10 and 40 people join a Zoom. They were all cameras off and and uh, muted. And we would talk for 30 minutes, and then mm -hmm. we would stop the recording, and then we would just keep chatting with anybody else in the Zoom like for another 30 minutes. Uh, and then this is evolved. Anyways, this is, a, this is a cool to do this again. It's been a, it's yeah. been a long time. It is. It is. We love our guests. Places. Our guests are always fun, but uh, it's all it's always fun to have a little rant and debate as well. Yeah, well, it's been a pleasure doing the podcast with you for on our fourth year. And uh, yeah, I, what is what's your plan? We're just gonna keep doing this. We just keep having fun and and and. Let's just keep doing it. And for those who are listening, uh, you know, let us know what you want to hear more about, right? And who you want to hear, guests. If, if we want to be a guest too, just just reach out to us. I mean, mm -hmm. we're like we're we're open. We we want to be very diverse on so on all aspects about the show and everybody who we have on the topics and people, right? And where they're coming from. So that that's uh, yeah, just reach out. Um, anyway, any any final? What what's your final takeaway? My final takeaway is data stewardship is important. It's not going away, but uh, it's evolving because we need to focus on value, bringing value to the organization. And this idea around the data product manager, it's, it's, it's very interesting because it's more around how do we build repeatable value around our data? 
Um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I think this focus on data products is really important and valuable, and it's going to change. It's going to change how stewardship and data governance works as we go forward. So that's my biggest takeaway. What about you? Um, so I, I agree with your takeaway, and actually, I don't, I don't think we did really disagree on anything. Well, I mean, part of I was being you a were little, a little aggressive on stewardship. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but, well, the, so I like data stewards. I, I can I, I I can imagine a I'm imagining a world where the words data steward and data governance uh are not the center anymore but we have other words that we use that people get excited about and we're all and we all care that's what i'm close i think that's fair i think we can get there i do think i do think this is this is we truly can do there i mean yeah and, but and, and, and it's not like oh it's over there let's get there no no we're already doing it i think we can see the future right i mean I think data security doesn't go away. Like, so there's like data security and compliance, right? And then there's data enablement, which I think is the term we prefer. And there's data product management. And I think between those three parts of the triangle here, you have a pretty nice coverage. You, you never even have to say data governance if you don't want to. Exactly. So cheer, cheers to uh, not saying data governance or... <laughs> No. Let me and, see. And I'm, I'm going to say it five times right after this. I'm going to be like, all right, so that data governance use case. Anyways, <laughs> it's really hard. Words are hard, right? We get we get steeped in them. They're, they don't go away easily. And uh, yeah, anyway, cheers just, on to many more uh, wonderful episodes together. Yeah, and uh, uh, take have care about your business so you care about more of your data. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. <laughs>